Super Mario 3D Land! Welcome to the Nintendo Nostalgia Podcast. My name is Chris Warren, and I am so excited to be your host today. Our episode today is based on a game for the 3DS, which I consider to be one of the best 3DS games, period. But before we get into that and what we are radical rexing about, uh, let me introduce our host today. So today I have my good friend and co-host, Joshua Taylor. Josh, how are you? All right. Doing just fine. Okay, great. <laughs> and Ryan, how are you? Great. Awesome. Good. So let's not waste any more time and get into what we are radical rexing about. All right. So, Josh, what's been new and exciting for you lately? Um, not a whole lot new as of yet, but um, mostly my mind has been set on vacation in about a month. Um, to go back to Walt Disney World, as crazy as that seems, we found a way to make it work. So I am putting everything into that, doing extra DoorDash and all of that sort of thing. Kind of gives me something to work for. So definitely been looking forward to that. Um, now, as we were recording, Mario 3D Land uh, Deluxe or Bowser's Fury, whatever it's called now. World. <laughs> or World. Thank you. Yeah, I even got that part wrong. Um, it's supposed to come out on Switch tomorrow. And I do have it preloaded digitally. So I'm looking forward to jumping back into that. It was good on Wii U. Um, but definitely looking forward to getting into it again this time with um, Mo and Daughter. This should be fun because she wasn't born quite yet when the Wii U one came out. <laughs> and, um, just wow. just really been looking forward to that one. Um, yeah, I mean, outside of that, there hasn't been a whole lot going on. I sure do pray and hope there is because I could use a little bit of a change up. <laughs> Sometimes things right. feel a little bit stale. So, yeah, mm -hmm. I apologize if I have been a little bit. Uh, uh, what's the word? Hmm. Not as positive as I could be, but, but you know what? We're no, going to work fine. on that, and we are going to get better. So. Yeah. No, I mean, we yeah. all go through the kind of phase, so it's good that you at least know that you feel like a change is coming and, and necessary. So, you know, you just got to keep that in mind and keep working towards it, you know? Sometimes this yeah. mouth <laughs> proves the point <laughs> that I need help. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's okay. You'll get there. Yeah. Right. Anyway, Ryan, mm -hmm. what you got going on? Uh, you know, not a whole lot. Um, had a pretty good week. Um, can't complain too much. I've uh, been just, you know, diving hardcore into Dragon Quest. Um, I'm going to have a slight, uh, slight detour um, when the time comes for, uh, you know, 3D World to come out. I actually uh, promised... Kyle, that I would play it if it ever came to Switch, and so uh, I actually own the game on Wii U, but I never played it. Um, oh, I think that's... my housemates played it, and it was kind of like their game. I let them play that, and I never really touched it. Um, this yeah. time, it's something I'm gonna really experience and hopefully enjoy. I'm, I'm, I'm really banking on this being better than Odyssey, my first Odyssey experience. So I'm really hoping. Uh -huh. it's, uh, it's wait, so you didn't like it's Odyssey? Different. No, yeah, I mean, I the second sure. time that I've been started playing it and actually went through to enjoy it instead of trying to, like, you know, shotgun through it real quickly, you know, to for an episode, like, 
I started to enjoy Odyssey a little bit more, but I'm hoping that like this one just feels good right from the get go. I hope so. Anyway. Yeah. Um, I mean, but... I I love that game. Um, you know, it was it was such an unexpected surprise because I was really expecting to hate it. I just hated the idea of it when it was first announced. But once you play it and really realize the genius behind you know the levels and and you know their intentions behind it, it's really impressive. And I I hope that it does well and um, gets the recognition that I think it deserves. I think you'll like it, Ryan. I really do. Yeah, I I can see. I mean, I love uh, you know, three D land. So mm-hmm. I think that this is just kind of an, a step from that. Even though it doesn't have the three D like three D S feature, but um, right. I think I'm I'm going to enjoy it. And I heard that it it's a lot faster now. Um, I'm looking forward to that because, mm-hmm. um, yeah, slow Mario doesn't sound very fun to me. But uh, right. <laughs> well, J- Josh, you played three D World, right? Yes. So like I yeah so I I don't know I didn't really real um I don't remember it being slow do you remember it being slow that didn't really pop out in my mind was, when I was playing it um maybe we'll can't even mention this with like well I don't remember if it's so much of a thing in land that I've even been playing it this week well, the run was a little strange in it which I guess is kind of carried over to here where it like takes a second to kick yeah, in that's but true. I, Trying to think back, I haven't played the Wii U version in a while. Um, I don't remember that being a huge problem, but I could also see we're going faster could be very nice all in the same breath. Right. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, that's great, Ryan, that you're going to experience, um, you know, this new version where they're kind of like improving on the things that, um, you know, that were already great. And, um, you know, I guess if speed was an issue, you won't really have to... <laughs> um, mm-hmm. Yeah, have that as an issue. Um, I am curious, though, Ryan, there's going to be f- some levels in the game where, you know, I actually didn't expect this game to come to the Switch. I kind of knew it was inevitable, yeah, inevitable, but there's some levels that require the touchscreen. And so I'm really curious to see how they're going to handle that. Um, like, is it going to be, you know, a docked-only experience for those levels? Or is it going to be like Captain Toad where there's like a cursor on the screen? Because I just don't know how they're going to approach mm-hmm. that um so just something to keep in mind while you're playing the game and if you could you know update me on that um but yeah i am i'm very excited for you ryan um are you gonna uh, get the amiibo i don't know i had them pre-ordered but i canceled them um i can't remember what all went on with that but um I might pick them up like if I happen to go into a GameStop and and pick them up or like a Target or something. I see them sitting there. I'll probably pick it up because I don't think those ones are going to just fly off the shelves like some of these Smash ones do. True. Um, At least I hope not. Um, But you never know with that kind of thing. I think the only other thing that I'm kind of radical rexing about is that uh, there was a sale, 75% off on uh, Nino Kuni. And oh. um, I hopped on, uh, I hopped on Draco's account and bought it for him. With uh, there was like six dollars left over from their previous Nintendo Network account, and then they had gold coins, and then you know I spent like a dollar and something. So it was like nothing about that point. Yeah. Essentially, yes. Um so I was able to get that and uh surprise Draco with that. That was pretty cool. And you know, Valentine's Day is coming up. I'm, I'm radical rexing about that, you know. Yes. Um, very true. I don't have a lot of like big 
grandiose plans because COVID, but uh, I've got several several gifts that I'm going to be uh, sporadically uh, having pop up throughout the day. So, so it should be pretty fun. Cool. Awesome. Okay. All right. Uh, was there anything that you wanted to add about uh, Super Mario 3D World? I feel like I might have cut you off at some points. Did you have any other oh. thoughts that you wanted to share? Uh, no, I just want to experience it and have some mm-hmm. uh, thoughts and opinions since uh, Kyle thinks it's one of the best Mario games ever made. So. Right. I'm glad that he thinks that because um, <laughs> I feel like Kyle and I have pretty different uh, takes on games. I could be wrong about that, though. But um, when you do get it, I think we could play online, right? Like it has online mode now. Oh, yeah, multiplayer. I forgot about that. It does. Right. Um, okay. Nintendo's online. We'll see how well that works. Great. Yeah. And from <laughs> yeah. the reviews, uh, I've, I've sure. heard it's a little wonky, but hopefully it's better really? than Mario Maker's. Oh wow! Okay, that's uh, that's a huge issue. It's, if that's the mm-hmm. case, that would be the horrible. way Nintendo's set up is it goes off of whoever's is the weakest, whoever's Wi-Fi is the weakest, basically. Wow! Um, yeah, and everybody wow. suffers. That sounds awful. Yeah, I mean, like, I guess I get it from like a technical standpoint, but you know, I don't, I don't have all the answers, and uh, I can't see that being uh, a, a great experience. Baby. Yeah, yeah, so uh, I don't know, because uh, that would be huge if the online uh, was great, or if it's not great, that would be huge too, just in a negative way. So uh, I feel like this game has the potential to be a massive, massive hit. Maybe even oh, yeah. more so potentially than like Odyssey in a way, because it's a multiplayer game, you know, and multiplayer games tend to get a lot of buzz. And if they if they screw this up with the online this could like ruin the game, you know, and uh, it'll be curious to see if, you know, Mario 3D World gets some type of sequel or iteration in the future, because I feel like they're bringing this back to give it like a new life and kind of test the waters to see how popular this unique format can be. So um, I I hope it's received well. I really like it. Um, You know, everyone's going to find out how much we like 3D land, or at least how much I do. We'll see what (laughs) you guys have to say. (laughs) But um, yeah, I I think it's a a terrific game. So uh, to anyone who's listening, who's considering it, you know, do a little research. But if you like platformers, I think 3D World really deserves uh, a fair shot. The the level design is genius. It's very strange, like, because, you know, I was expecting a a Galaxy game, because this is from the Galaxy team. And, you know, the Galaxy games are just unbelievably phenomenal but this just does its own weird thing and once you accept that and you know kind of rewire your brain to just go with the flow with this very bizarre game and just enjoy it for what it is um i think you'll really really enjoy it it's honestly like one of the best platformers ever in my opinion especially as far as like creativity goes they just throw all these completely random ideas out there um you know with the galaxy games everything was kind of cohesive with like this space theme but with 3d world they're just like here's an idea here's a random idea and like it doesn't matter if they don't go well together because it's just a mario game and you just Mm. select a stage you know so um it's very creative and and just Super fun, and it doesn't like overstay its welcome either. So, it's a good game to kind of pop in and out of whenever you're in the mood for like a totally wild stage. So, I hope everyone likes it. Uh, so, as for me, um, 
I mean, there hasn't been too much uh, going on with me, which is fine. No news is good news in a way. Um, just kind of wanted to acknowledge a few things. So um, I got like the Eon 64, if anyone knows what that is. So that's yeah, yeah. Um, that little... Yeah, that's uh, that little dongle for anyone that doesn't know. It's like this little dongle that you plug into your N64 and it kind of it, like lets you connect your N64 to an HDTV. Um, I think I mentioned this with you guys before, but like I, I'm able to plug in my N64 into my TV because it still has those, um, I don't know, those colorful ports that the N64 used. So, um, you know, it, it I can put it on my TV and it looks okay from a distance. I don't really mind it too much, but... What's cool about the Eon 64 is that it has it has this button where like if you press it it'll like blur the image and so it kind of gives this illusion that the game's in HD. So um, I've been playing Yoshi's Story, uh, which <laughs> honestly I have to be honest I it's my first time playing it and I am not a fan of what I've played so far. Um, especially coming after Yoshi's Island, I I don't get it. I'm gonna keep playing, but it's just not my cup of tea so far. The controls are strange <laughs> um i like the aesthetic but i don't know it's i'm not sure how this is gonna go um yeah but f-zero x oh man f-zero oh, yeah. x is so good it holds up so so well i can't believe how like fluid it is the frame rate's amazing it's awesome oh i love f-zero x gx um, is the best but x is really good exactly yep i like it's funny because I played F-Zero GX. Uh, that was like my first F-Zero game. Oh. And going back to F-Zero X, uh, it's like really impressive to see what they were able to do on the N64. Like I didn't expect them to, um, you know, kind of advance what was in the N64 version into the into GX. Um, I thought GX was like just its, its own wild thing. And F-Zero X was like this very basic racing game. But like they had those tubular levels uh, or um, stages, whatever Ooh. I'm saying, like we're just like flying all over the place and these like uh, big dives and stuff that was in GX. So I'm just really surprised that this was in that, uh, you know, those things were in the N64 version. So, um, yeah, F zero X holds up great. Um, I was playing 40 winks. Uh, so for anyone who doesn't know, 40 winks is a game that was canceled for the N64. And, ah. uh, over the past, like, I don't know, year or two, it's been available on like a physical cartridge unofficially, but like it, plays just fine on an N64. So if that interests anyone, if anyone likes collectathons, um I it's not too platformy, but if you like uh you know collectathons and I guess it's kind of like a brawler, um it holds up really well. It's like for a canceled game, it's really good. Um so if that's still available, I uh I kind of recommend 40 Wings. It's not going to blow your mind, but it's pretty fun. Um I have been playing Clubhouse Games. Clubhouse Games is awesome. It's I feel like it's um, a game that doesn't get the recognition mm -hmm. it deserves. It's a very simple game, but what it does is phenomenal. Like it doesn't get any better. Mm -hmm. There's such great production value. It looks great. The sound is good. Like the texture design, you know, the the texture on the Moncala marbles is like crisp and gorgeous. Um, so yeah, I've been addicted to Moncala, and uh, it's two games that I got recently. Um, <laughs> What? <laughs> Just Moncala looking pretty? Yeah. Moncala. <laughs> I love Moncala. Um, <laughs> I did get a game the other day because unfortunately my like, you know, my childhood and longtime GameStop is now closed. Mm. Uh, it closed 
all of a sudden. So I'm like really devastated about that. But um, I did want to get one last game for them. So I got new Super Lucky's Tale. So I figured like a, a good 3D platformer would be a good way to go out. And um, a nice one. yeah, I, I'll I'll keep you posted on that, Josh, because um, I, I kind of had you in mind when I saw it on the shelf. Um, and uh, Dragon Quest Eleven, I actually thought of Ryan when I saw that that that, that was on sale. Uh, yeah, that was on sale on Amazon for like forty bucks. So I was like, let me jump nice. on that. It's good. Sometimes, yeah. Oh man, I cannot wait. You know how much I love Dragon Quest. So the puns um, may kill you, though. Yes, <laughs> good. That's how I want to die. <laughs> <laughs> you will be punished. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, in gaming news, I'll just touch up okay. on. Uh, couple things so i'm really excited that crash 4 is coming to the switch i was not sure if that was ever going to happen but i'm so excited about it and you know ryan and josh were talking about this before it's really cool to see that they put a lot of effort into this port and it's not just some lazy like downgraded version of the originals they clearly put some thought into it and and have the the models be their own unique thing that are more like suitable to the switch's capabilities so <laughs> so that's really nice it's really comforting to to know that there are developers out there that really care about what they put out and are very thoughtful in how they approach a port you know even if it is a quote unquote uh lesser version of a game they mm -hmm. still want to make it as good as it can be so it's it's really nice to know that there's there's companies out there that really value that you know because that that's just a win-win for all of us um crash and smash and I, now <laughs> i hope so what do you guys think crash and smash I vote uh, yes. No idea, but it should mm -hmm. happen. I I think I'm saying that as pompous as I can. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, how would you feel about Crash and Smash? Um. All right. Every time I think of Crash and Smash, I the only thing that I would care about is that they do the bazooka justice. Yeah, that would be cool. Um, what is, you know, the spin, of course, yeah. that makes sense, but that bazooka has got to be like some cool mechanic or like it just has to be, it, it, it has to resonate with me. Like any other of his loadouts or anything else, like cool, but like his motorcycle, whatever, uh, I'll take any of that stuff, mm. especially like mm -hmm. the, uh, the, the belly, the body, the belly flop, basically on, right. on, on, that would be fun yeah. to do, but I, I want to see what they do with that, that, uh, mm -hmm. wampa fruit bazooka. Right. Yeah, I know. I it's I don't know if he's like the best character suited for Smash, so that's the thing that's kind of making me think he might not be in it because he wouldn't be too unique with his abilities unless they can really pull something off. But um, I don't know. I just like representation in Smash. Like that's something Fair I really here. value in it. So I just feel like as a franchise, you know, it's not the most iconic franchise or series but i don't know i just like having all these like 3d platform characters in there because i just feel like they have a very mm, i don't know they're, they're, they have a they very cool place a little, in gaming history. yeah yeah it would be great if they incorporated the different deaths that happen to yeah to him's so, like if he drops <laughs> oh true gets hit by something it'd be like the, the angel like flying up or when like an explosion is what ko's oh, him, that, like yeah. it'll just be like the eyes left behind or whatever and like have that comedy there it would be great right i think like one reason why i think that he could be in it is because you know naughty dog thought really long and hard about the universe of crash and so i think that they that 
Sakurai really does reward, um, you know, developers who do that. You know, the music is really, really good and catchy and I think would be really appropriate for Smash in that way. It's kind of like the most non-Nintendo, Nintendo, uh, what am I saying? Yeah, the most Nintendo-like non-Nintendo game in that way, especially with the music. I don't know about the controls, but um, yeah, it just it's just a very fully realized world. So um, in that way, I think that he would be pretty appropriate for Smash, you know, because there are some characters in Smash where I'm just like, why are you here? Mm -hmm. uh, so I think he would be yeah. more appropriate than others like... Um, I don't want to cause any trouble. controversy, but like, <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know how I feel about Steve still. But uh, <laughs> anyway, yeah, yeah. Anyway, Who? so uh, and last piece of... <laughs> I mean, I haven't played Three Houses yet, so I'm still reserving judgment on that. Not against Three but... Houses. Anyway, right. <laughs> so anyway, and also as we all know, Super Mario 3D World is, I believe, coming out tomorrow. I got charged yeah. for it on my card yesterday, so I think <laughs> it's coming out tomorrow. Um, yeah, so I am so excited for that, as you guys already know. But I think a good way to kind of celebrate this release of Super Mario 3D World is to talk about Super Mario 3D Land. But before we get into that, we have one voicemail that we'd like to play. Jacob just called in, so let's hear what Jacob has to say about Super Mario 3D Land. Hey guys, it's me, Jacob. Sorry, I cannot make it on tonight. Uh, just busy with school and uh, life stuff this week, so... But I did want to call and chime in. Uh, thanks for Chris, Josh, and Ryan for taking the reins without me. Um, but I miss you guys. Love you guys. And love our listeners. Um, but, yeah, Mario 3D Land. What a gem this game was when it came out on the 3DS. It really was like a mixture of old-school Mario and 3D. <laughs> it speaks for itself. It was really cool. It's cool. I think this is the game they brought back the Tanuki suit. Um, tail, like, and made it modern again, which was really cool and nostalgic for me at the time, honestly, um, to see that in a 3D environment and what you could do with Mario like that. Um, the game was just great. It really revolutionized Mario and made it fresh feeling again. And the fact that we were playing on a handheld, I think that's cool. Like, and they, they stuck with the land. Think about that. They stuck with the land um, naming for the game, um, Mario 3D Land, uh, was land games were always portable and world games were always the home system. So I, I thought that was really cool as well because then we got Mario 3D World, um, which, gosh, I'd love to see remakes of land game Mario Land games on the Switch. That'd be awesome. But yeah, guys, uh, you know, there's just some quick thoughts on the game. It was great. It was fun. Surprising. It was fresh and new and honestly i'd love to revisit it again so but you guys have a good episode and i will talk to you i'll be back hopefully next week bye cool thanks for calling in jacob i'm glad that we could get your thoughts on it and uh yeah. you know sorry you couldn't be with us but it's still nice to hear uh you know your thoughts on the game um i'll just touch up on one thing that he mentioned i do really like that super mario 3d land made the game or what am I saying? It, it made the Tanuki suit, you know, it brought it back and it made it modern and brought it into like a 3D space. So I really liked that because, you know, I played Super Mario Brothers 3 when I grew up. And so to see that suit unexpectedly come back in, uh, in, in like a handheld form, too, I just thought that was a really clever, uh, unique take and uh, um, way to kind of, 
introduce a, a new um, format of the the Super Mario Brothers franchise. Um, yeah, it was it was a a fun a fun introduction or reintroduction rather of a old favorite. You know, um, what do you guys have to say about what Jacob said? I mean, seriously, give me a you know Super Mario land all-stars or something like that that has you know the first three land games plus 3d land mixed in like sure give me that true yeah yeah although i don't know i i haven't played the land games too much i'm somewhat familiar with them but i feel like even though 3d land has land in the name i feel like it doesn't have too much in common with those am i wrong in thinking that i could kind of argue against that and say okay Okay, it's, that's it's fine. a mix. I, um, I, I want to say no, it doesn't, but then I can kind of see how it does. I, maybe I'm getting too much into my point already on that, but like that's part of why I wasn't sure about land at first or 3D land when it was first announced because one or land one and two were like so different, and unique, and then this just looks mm-hmm. so kind of safe. Right. But I mean, granted, I actually ended up liking all of them anyhow. But mm-hmm. so. I would definitely like to see Land 2 make a return in some form. That would be great to see. Yeah, yeah. I do hear that like Land 2 holds up better than the first one. I never played mm-hmm. the first Thanks, one. Um, but I have seen like you know a graphics comparison, and wow. <laughs> they really understood how to optimize the capabilities of the Game Boy with the second yeah. one, for sure. Almost know. like playing World, or you know, Super Mario World on a Game Boy, similar. Yeah. Yeah, and I do, I you know, like I said, I haven't played it too much, but I also like the weird themes of 2 and 1-2. You know, 1's yeah. kind of weird in its own way, but, um, you know, a huge difference, and we might mention this later, uh, a, a huge difference between 3D Land and Super Mario Land 1 and 2 is that Land 1 and 2 seem to really take some risks and just be weird and be proud of it. Whereas 3D Land, it was very safe. And that's okay. It's good in its own way. But, um, you know, I do kind of miss when Nintendo gets a little weird with uh, with Super Mario Brothers. But um, I will, I would say that Odyssey got a little weird. So it's nice to see that that hasn't totally lost uh, um, their their frame of mind, you know. Well, I guess we'll just start heading into our topic. So today we'll be talking about Super Mario 3D Land for the Nintendo 3DS. guys so i'll just provide a a quick few background details on the game and we'll talk about our nostalgia so uh super mario 3d land was released on november 3rd 2011 which is insane because that means that later this year this game will be 10 years old i cannot believe that i remember getting the game like it was yesterday 10 years 10 years old crazy um 
yeah, ah, I feel so old now. <laughs> but uh, there have been no ports. It is a somewhat recent game, and it is a game that does take advantage of stereoscopic 3D, so that's kind of understandable. Um, the developer of Super Mario 3D Land was Nintendo EAD Tokyo. So uh, for those of you who don't know, the history behind this, um, this developer is that they made Donkey Kong Jungle Beat for the GameCube, which is one of my favorite games of all time. I know not too many people feel that way, but it was such a bizarre just really cool strange platformer that i'll just never forget very unforgettable experience and also of course the super mario galaxy games for the wii so super mario galaxy one and two and so after the galaxy games they made super mario 3d land which is uh, pretty wild um the genre of super mario 3d land is that it's it's kind of hard to pin down but it's definitely a platformer and it is in 3D in a way, but it does take advantage of all these different camera angles. So sometimes there's a isometric point of view. Sometimes it's in, you know, regular 3D, like, uh, you know, Mario 64 or the Galaxy games. Or sometimes it's in like 2.5D. So um, this game experiments with lots of different, um, you know, camera angles when it comes to uh, the, the platforming here. Um, and as for previous titles, you know, if we're not considering previous Super Mario Brothers titles, because we all know there's zillions, this is the first game of its kind. So this is the first one with the, the 3D land or world moniker. So, so it was very different and very new and fresh at the time. So it was kind of exciting in that way. Um, it was announced at the Game Developers Conference in 2011. And uh, it was really shown off at E3 that year. So this was a 3D Mario game that was in true 3D on the Nintendo 3DS, which to me was like crazy. So let me ask you guys, what did you guys think when this game was first announced? Um, trying to think back to it there. Um, I guess it has been a little over a decade when it was announced, but like I had somewhat mentioned before, I, I was really happy to see a, a, you know, like a brand new Mario game coming to the 3DS. This was still, I'm trying to think of when the 3DS came out. I'm going to say this is still pretty early on. So there wasn't a whole lot of releases on it when this was announced right, at right. least. Um, mm -hmm. and I, I, you know, I got it on release. So thankfully I had the ambassador program, but, uh, there wasn't a whole lot else to play on it. Uh, so yeah, I was really excited about that. Um, like I kind of mentioned before, and like when I first got it, I honestly feel like I was a little bit, I, I didn't dislike it, but I didn't love it as much as I usually would a Mario game. Um, you know, like being a big fan of, especially Land 2, I just feel like that one's really underrated. Um, I was kind of disappointed again to see it like sort of play it safe. Like everything just kind of looks like it normally would in a Mario game instead of, you know, them sort of going out there and, and throwing in a new power-up, like the bunny suit or, or something like that. And instead, I kind of feel like they just tossed the Tanuki suit in there. Like, hey, let's just throw a bunch of nostalgia in there to try to <laughs> get everybody's attention. And I, it's like it just kind of rubbed me the wrong way at first. Um, but it still looked, like, really good, even, even from that mindset. And, I mean, honestly, once I got it in my hands and after I sat down and played through it probably twice through, <laughs> and my mind changed pretty quickly. but um yeah I'd, it was a mix between at first it was a mix between i was happy to see a new mario game but i also was a little bit disappointed maybe with the land series taking the direction it did at the time 
Yeah, no, I, I completely understand that. Um, it, you know, like I, I think I mentioned before, I'm not sure this is if this was during the episode or not, but, you know, Super Mario Brothers 3 was one of my favorite games growing up. I think it was like my first game ever when I was a little kid. And I had such fond memories of it, but I kind of like forgot about that game, kind of uh, was really, I was more nostalgic for like the N64 and GameCube and kind of forgot about the fact that I did play that game growing up. And so when I was able to see all these references to that game, it it was really quite an experience to kind of go back to my memories as a little kid and, uh, you know, re-experiencing um, my, you know, the first times I've played video games in general. So, um, so I was really excited in that way. It was nice to see a, a new take or a twist on, on Super Mario Brothers 3 and incorporating it in this really weird new way. So it was, I was excited for it. Uh, Ryan, what about you? What, what did you feel and think when this game was first announced? I was actually really excited. Um, it was a welcome reprieve from the new Super Mario Brothers series that had been plaguing us for so long. Yes, so and true. We, we, we got this, and I was like, yes, and it's a return to the land formula. Like, it's portable, so it makes sense that they use the land. Like, that's perfect naming for this. Like, gold star for you guys. Um, bringing back the uh, raccoon, uh, well, I should say, uh, Tanuki. Uh, there's a difference, actually, between Raccoon Mario and Tanuki Mario in America. Um, but, um, and even, even at, by extension, uh, Kitsune, uh, Luigi or, you know, Fox Luigi or whatever, uh, that, that first appeared in this game, uh, as, as an alternate form for the, uh, Tanuki. Um, but just like, it's definitely got that, like draws from as a three, three for 3d and it has land. So it's like a land game cause it's portable and it was a return to form getting away from the old like new super mario brother stuff like i was super hyped for this game yeah i uh, it was such an unexpected announcement i'll never forget when i like read about it I, it was probably on ign when i saw you know the the news that was coming out of that conference and when i saw that i flipped out <laughs> like i could not believe that the super mario galaxy team was making a 3d mario game on this new system and it was going to be released you know within the launch year of that system i was just so excited and it just looked like they're really going to get weird with it and i was like I am so ready for that because you know we had the the two Mario Galaxy games and I'm so thankful that we even got a second one you know that's so rare um, but you know I think we got our fill with both of those games although you know I'd happily welcome a third um, but it was it was cool to see that they were like ready to to try something new you know something new but still kind of familiar so so that was pretty cool um, uh, I think that this game. You know, when it was being developed, they they were kind of mixing a few things uh, to to make it appealing. So they, it had this nostalgic appeal, like that we've been talking about, like it kind of uh, ha having some some components of Super Mario Brothers three involved and bringing it into like a three D space. It also has appeal um, from the the Galaxy games. You know, they it's from the developer of those games, and so a lot of people at that time were really craving another game of that type so it kind of combined those two things having this super mario brothers 3 appeal and also uh you know the galaxy uh super mario galaxy games appeal and um but also it was its own thing in its own way you know combining those two things gives you this product that's just 
totally different. And a lot of people see Super Mario 3D Land and 3D World as like this third tier of the Mario <laughs> games. It's kind of confusing with like the 3D name, but mm-hmm. you know, the there's like your your typical 3D roaming around Galaxy um, Mario games like Sunshine and 64 and Odyssey, and then you have your 2D Mario games like Three and World, and now we have this. We have 3D Land and Super Mario 3D World, which kind of combines elements of all these different types of games. And honestly, I just really like them. They 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 do something that all the other ones can't. And uh, um, yeah, it's just, it's it's interesting. Um, but I think that Super Mario 3D Land was so necessary at that time because the Nintendo 3DS was so hard to market. Um, it, it was hard to show people that this is a 3D system. Like, no, not just 3D, like what you're used to with, you know, Super Mario 64 and Galaxy. This is in stereoscopic 3D. So, you know, they had to communicate that this game jumps out at you. Uh, So it was interesting to see that this game tried to show off the capabilities of the 3DS. It had to be the killer app for the 3DS because there weren't too many games at that time for the 3DS. Like there was Ocarina of Time 3D, which is a great game, but it's a port of an old one. And uh, same thing with uh, Star Fox 64. Another great game, but it's a port. And HD, um, not HD remaster, you know, a 3D reimagining of those games. So this needed to be something new and exciting and really show off the capabilities of that system. And not just the capabilities of that system, but the capabilities of 3D, like the advantages of 3D and what makes it so appealing. So um, I I think it was a really brave move, but... um, I, I think that the the game does a great job uh, showing off what 3D can do. Um, something I wanted to touch on real quick, if I could, is um, the genius of the box art. So, you know, going with what I'm saying about how hard it is marketing a 3D, a truly stereoscopic 3D game, um, I think that the box art is just so smart because if you look at the angles that they take with that game and like the shadows of it and stuff, I just think it's such a clever way of you know, marketing what a 3D game can feel like, even though, you know, this box art is flat. You know, when you go to a store, it doesn't really jump out at you. But um, I think it would have been interesting if they made the game have those like holographic things on the cover. I feel like that would be a good way of kind of communicating that um, now that I think of it. But um, yeah. So guys, can you talk to me about your memories playing this game? Talk to me about your nostalgia while like, you know, you first got it and played it and what your impressions were. For me, this came out shortly after I got married. So this is a pretty crazy time of my life. Um, But I, like I said, first playing through it, I, I, I kind of feel like it was, I'm trying to think of what else was released then, but I kind of feel like it was a little bit shoved to the side. It was kind of more focused on other things and all of that sort of thing. So it didn't stick out a whole lot. But uh, I think what's more stuck out with it for me is actually going back to it on and off, just uh, kind of throughout the years, honestly, even just this past week, um, I went back a week or two and just went through the, the main eight worlds. But it, it's one of those that, you know, I feel like at first, I wasn't blown out of the water with, but then like going back to it, I'm like, I, I end up really loving it every time I end up going back. It's just one that's easy to go back to and sort of take in and it doesn't take real long. It's not super difficult unless you go for absolutely everything. It can get kind of crazy, but, um, 
I, I think it's one that just um, grew on me the more as time went on. And uh, I mean, even from the beginning, so I don't want to sound like I hated it at first, but, uh, mm-hmm. you know, the, the 3D, I think this is one of those that really showed um, truly what the 3DS could do and it, it, the way its levels are even designed. Um, I, I do think to kind of pay for it, some of the stages and some of the bonus stages especially don't work really well if you play in 2D. So it's not real great there, but I almost feel right. like that kind of had to be done um, for to go for what they're going with here. This is one of those instances where Nintendo knew the system that, that they made, basically, and they wanted to work with what that gimmick was, you know, like with the Wii and things like that, and they usually do it best. So, yes. um, yeah, I, it's it's grown on me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Ryan, what about you? Um, I was really sucked into the world and kind of fell in love with it more than what, like, the initial hype because it reminded me a lot of those levels um albeit a lot of them were less frustrating but a lot of those levels in super mario sunshine where you're you had the flood taken away um it just kind of had that feel for me like it was like you're playing a game that was based on those types of levels and that just spoke volumes to me because that was my favorite part about sunshine was doing those challenging levels where you're like you know like weird blocks are turning in the air and you're like jumping from like you know, place to place, or like every time you jumped, a, a switch would flip, to so you'd have to like have a platform that appeared or something. Like it was just a lot of like skilled platforming, and I it was so like kind of odd that they put that in a handheld like this. And it was it it had its challenging moments, and I you better believe I went 100% for this game. Like it was awesome. I I loved every bit of it, and and gave it its due diligence because I loved it so much. Yeah, yeah. No, that's a really good point, uh, you know, comparing it to Super Mario Sunshine. I never really thought about that. It is a lot like those um, those levels that really challenge your true platforming skill. Um, you know, and, and there is a reason why people like that in Super Mario Sunshine, because it's it kind of takes a break away from the exploration aspect of those 3D Mario games and puts you, it really tests and challenges your, your platforming skills. So this game just was like all about that. Although I would say it's not the hardest game in that way, but I think we'll talk about that in just a little bit. Um, As for my nostalgia with this game, um, I tend to wait a little bit before I get a new console. And, you know, like we mentioned before, there weren't too many games that came out for the 3DS at that time. And um, honestly, it looked like the 3DS was going to be a huge failure. It was not selling too well. And um, so they had to cut the price and they had to... um, uh, like really rush out these these uh, Mario games towards the end of the year. So I waited until Mario Kart 7 came out and Super Mario 3D Land. I was just so excited for the system, but I needed like a good reason to play uh, the game. So right when Super Mario 3D Land came out, I rushed to get out. Uh, no, I'm sorry. I got I waited until Mario Kart 7 came out. I think that came out in like December. So right when that came out, I got 3D Land and Mario Kart 7. Um, and I was just so excited for the game. I actually I got invited to a party that day, and I actually just went to the party and played Super Mario 3D Land the whole time, and like <laughs> just tried boy. to show everyone the system. Yeah, there you go. such a loser. <laughs> but cool I will kid. say I did have some. Uh, How you do it? A lot of the yeah, I had a lot of friends who were actually really into it and impressed. So I was just like, 
don't know. For me at that time, I was so excited for a truly 3D system. I know Ryan and I have talked about this, but we love 3D. I love, you know, stereoscopic 3D. I feel like it's it offers such a great experience and really immerses you in um, uh, in a game or a movie or what have you if it's done the right way. And for me, you know, Nintendo did it ex like exactly how you should be doing 3D. I think they did such a great job. Although the original model of the 3DS was a little painful on the eyes. <laughs> but um, yeah, I was just so excited for the game. Like I said, I brought it to the party, but it just felt like I was holding the future in my hands, like holding a system that could project a 3D image into your eyes still to this day to me is just mind-blowing i can't believe it and every time i play it I, that's the very first thought that i have when i turn my 3ds it, it's just so cool to me um so i wish other people appreciated it as much as me but anyway um i i really like that super mario 3d land was nostalgic in its own way and i think that super mario brothers 3 is definitely a game that deserves to have um you know uh, some some elements incorporated into uh into our modern days i don't know if i'm phrasing this phrasing this correctly but um you know i like that there's a flagpole in the 3d land games i like that there's a tanuki suit um i will say it took a while for me to adjust to this small mario <laughs> like when um when you get hit and he turns into like a mini mario it just mm -hmm. looked very bizarre to me because he just has too big of a head on such a tiny body. It's just uncomfortable to look at. But um, I don't know. I've kind of grown fond of him ever since. Um, I like that, you know, there's the music stages from Super Mario Brothers 3. I like that there's, you know, the Fire Flower Mario. So all the things that were great about Super Mario Brothers 3, I like that they brought it back and kind of gave a, a fun little twist to those. Um, there's a lot of variety in the game. And it's like a great pick up and play game. So you can just play a, a stage and, you know, close your 3DS and play it later or just, you know, do do a couple of stages and uh, get back to it at another time. Um, the, the story is very minimal. Um, I don't even remember what the story is, but as we all know, <laughs> it doesn't really matter. No. Um, I, I did like I don't know if you guys remember this, but the story was kind of told in like cards, like oh, these yeah. like 3D pictures and stuff. So oh, that yeah. was fun. Oh, yeah. You could move them really too. Cool. Like if you shook your 3DS, they would usually bounce oh. or make noise. It was, and stuff. It was like that. when you did the puzzles in uh, Street Passing, uh, when, you, when you completed puzzles, you could actually watch like a 3D like video or sometimes there are still images, but they moved around a little bit. It was very oh. much that. It was an early precursor to that kind of thing. I didn't even know they did that either because I yeah. never uh, completed those things. You can check them out things. in the gallery. One of the worlds, there's a little mm -hmm. gallery. You can go back and look at any of them. Try moving True. your 3DS around a little bit. and you'll, you'll, Some of them, there's pieces of them that'll shake or make noise and stuff. That's awesome. Just a nice That's little... That's going to be the first thing I do thing. when I get home. <laughs> yeah and like you know like we all know the story is not the biggest part of a mario game that's not why anyone gets them and that's completely fine um but it was fun that they you know try to have some kind of a story because it would be weird if it just had no story at all or you know tried to hint at having one so it was cool that they kind of acknowledged that yeah we don't really need a story so here's these fun 3d cards you know because that's the reason why you got this system in the first place <laughs> so um yeah so it, that was that was pretty cool mario um, doesn't need a story mm -hmm. 
<laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I, I'm, <laughs> I'm with you there. I'm, I play for the levels, you know. Um, but this game was a little bit different from the Galaxy games and three in the 3d land games because uh of its controls um so you had to press y to run and um you didn't really have too much control over the camera um there's there's also a whole other uh list of things that we could talk about with the gameplay but i wanted to get your thoughts on the gameplay guys so how do you guys remember playing this game did you enjoy how it felt um did you like the new inclusions in the game um yeah anything that uh stands out to you about the gameplay of super mario 3d land i gotta say the amount of raccoon tails like tanuki tails on everything was so rewarding like bullet bill you know boo all having tails like i actually went out um when i went to uh mitsua in chicago uh mitsua marketplace um i would go they have gasha machines there from japan and they had 3d land gasha and i bought every single one of them to get to get those like i had like the boo with the tail the the uh, Bullet Bill with the tail, Mario with the tail, um, wow. the music box, um, and, like I had everything there. Uh, wow, yeah. that's so cool. Yeah, that was like something that I just—I don't know—I just loved this game so much. It was crazy to, and, and like they also like alluded to like Mario Brothers three, like bringing in those ships, yeah, like the, the airships again. Like I remember Jacob pointed some of these things out to me as well, and I'm like, I'm really sad that he couldn't be on tonight because this is like this is a definitely something that hits hard, like with our nostalgias together. And so it's just, oh yeah, so cool. Um, there was that special like. I guess it was a save block or something. It was like clear with purple. I'm trying to think what it was. Oh, so that was like a a mystery or bonus box or something. Uh, If you're talking about like on the stage select screen, it's like this purple box and you can jump into it. And it's like, I think it was like you have like 10 seconds to get all the coins or something like that. Each one was kind of different. But yeah, that was a really fun new addition. And um, I believe that you could like like they would disappear for a while and then they would come back later if you like street passed with someone who also had the game or maybe even through spot pass or whatever so that was a fun um way to kind of incorporate spot pass and street pass into the game like really unnecessary and not like a standout Mm -hmm. feature of the game but it's just like a nice little inclusion you know Mm -hmm. is that what you were talking about ryan yeah yeah and then also just the blocks in this game were big too. Like there was like enemies hiding in blocks and things like that. Uh, that was yeah. kind of cool. Like you never knew what you're going to hit get when you, when you jumped into something. Totally. Yep. Yeah. Josh, any thoughts on the gameplay or anything that was unique uh, about this game to you? Yeah. In regards I mean, to the gameplay controls at least at the time. I and mean, even now, I guess it, it very much plays like the T the 2d mario games um except in a 3d plane i mean it's got the run button you know it's got the the flagpole it's got some sort of goal um the power-ups and all of that sort of thing so it's it was a yeah i guess it was the first 3d mario that wasn't a -a collect-a-thon which i probably prefer the collect-a-thons but still i love this game so (laughs) um so they're they're just different and i i think it pulled it off very well and and maybe you know to kind of go back on my statement before where it seems kind of safe maybe at least for this first outing like this i maybe that's not so much of a bad thing and i ended up like i said i even kind of like the aesthetics to it now um looking Mm -hmm. back at it um i kind of feel like they went with that in a larger scale um from that point 
mostly from this point forward, I feel like, like even if you look at the theme park that's coming to Orlando, the one that's in Japan already, um, I kind of feel like it looks a lot like this or 3D World, that sort of aesthetic. It's a little blocky. And like right. I said at first, I wasn't sure what I thought, but I think it actually works um, for what they're for what they're going for. Yeah, totally. No, that's those are some really, really good points. I, I do. Yeah, I, I really like what you said, how, you know, they they kind of made it safe for this version and which is fine. And it was a good way to kind of introduce people to this world and this type of style and stuff. But, you know, for 3D world, I feel like they didn't play it safe at all. You know, um, perhaps, you know, the, the visual style is very similar, but, you know, the gameplay, they just they just went all out with Super Mario 3D world. So I feel like it was a good introduction to to uh, to this type of style. And, you know, the 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 graphics, um, you know, they're safe, but they they work. You know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it, you know, mm-hmm. um, but I'll, I'll talk about the, the visuals in just a moment. But um, just wanted to touch on some of my thoughts on the gameplay. So, you know, there's lots of camera angles in this game, which mm-hmm. I appreciate it. So there's so much variety to the types of levels here and almost all of them have a completely different camera angle. There's uh, there's actually now that I think of it, there's like a level kind of. Um, mimicking how like the Legend of Zelda was yeah. on, on the original NES, like mm-hmm. that was a really cool surprise. So they just, mm-hmm. uh, I just love the creativity of this game. And um, you know, they to call they out that have... level mm-hmm. if you don't mind, real quick on that level. Yeah. There's even a part where you have to light torches like in the room with the fire flower, and it makes that Zelda jingle if you light them all. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. it, was, it was a pretty obvious, like at first it was like, this kind of looks like Zelda. Once you get to do that, right. it's a little more obvious, but I just, <laughs> I thought that was neat. They didn't overdo True. it, but it was definitely there. Yeah. Yeah. Just the fun little touches like that. You know, I, oh, I love it. Nobody does it better than Nintendo in that way. Um, and, you know, there's so much variety to the game, like we've mentioned, but um and it's like this perfect marriage, in my opinion, of what a handheld Mario experience can be and what a 3D console Mario experience can be. So for me, like the 3DS was the first time where I didn't feel like it was just a handheld system. It was kind of like a console experience in handheld form. Yeah. And, was you know, so and like with Ocarina of Time, too, it kind of really made me feel that way because like with the ds yeah we did get super mario 64 ds but after that we didn't really get too many 3d games in that way so um so the 3ds for me was kind of like this is a console experience that you can take with you on the go um you know is similar to what we're now familiar with uh with the switch um i thought why to run was fine at the time but like going back to it now i don't know i I don't know why i'm not like too used to it but um it's fine it's not a big deal i think it's like a interesting um way to mix up the gameplay of a mario game so and, and it's like a fun little challenge in a way too so um it's fine um I do like the map design. So it's it's not like 3D World where you can kind of like roam around on the map. I think they did a, a really cool job with that in 3D World. But uh, with this, you know, you kind of just select uh, the level. But um, it's really cool because it's like you kind of jump into the level and in 3D it just looks amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that there's lots of like background details uh, to the levels. So I just think it was a really good way to uh have a stage select screen especially in 3d um 
I, I don't remember how I feel about this, but I wasn't a huge fan of not being able to control the camera. So you could only do that with like the, uh, God, the left and right buttons on the D-pad. And there was also an option on the touchscreen. So that was a little odd, but honestly, it's kind of like the Galaxy games where you don't really feel this need to control the camera. It kind of like guides you for you and um the level's kind of designed with this particular ang like camera angle in mind so not a big deal i just like to kind of control the camera um this game has lots of different power-ups um like that uh propeller box so um there's like these levels where you have these like steep drops and they just look amazing in 3d um there's also obviously the tanuki suit which honestly i think it makes the game a little less challenging and i think i just love the tanuki suit so much that i was just always in the tanuki suit yeah so you know i think a good way to go back if you find the game a little too easy is to not use the tanuki suit and kind of like test your platforming skills in that way but you know, that's easier said than done. I just love the Tanuki suit and they kind of like offer it everywhere. So it's kind mm -hmm. of hard to avoid. Um, this game has, it gives you so many lives. I never had an issue with lives and being afraid of like a game over screen. Do you guys agree with that? That's a good point. Um, it was, there was plenty of lives, <laughs> but even if you were still having trouble, the game would hint, give you like a handicap boost as well. Uh, in a couple sure. different ways. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, you know, there's there's lots of things that this game introduced in like subtle ways, you know, not as uh, boldly as like the, the Galaxy games or stuff like that. But, um, you know, like the, the propeller box and um, uh, some of the new enemies, like there was like a, this like snake that's like those uh, that was made of like boxes, the brick boxes. Um, so there's lots of like little ideas uh, sprinkled in. But I think that's why Super Mario 3D World didn't feel so um, exciting at the time, because it kind of just took what Super Mario La Super Mario Land or 3D Land did so well and just kind of built on that. So uh, I think that's why it got the reception that it's or, or the reception that it got. Um, something that I thought was really cool, I completely forgot about this, is there's this mode where you can use your 3DS's like binoculars. So as you're mm -hmm. playing in the game, you'll see like this, you know, binocular stand. And as you walk up to it, it makes a, it changes the perspective to like a first person perspective. And you can move your 3DS around kind of like you would with binoculars. Like when you go to like a, I don't know, like a tourist destination and they have those things where you put a quarter in and you look look around and stuff and um, yeah. if you look around it'll like show you these like little secrets or how to get to the end goal so i just thought that was a really cool way to a you know show you what to expect in that level but also you know have you explore a little bit and um that kind was of have back. some secrets be hidden oh yeah that was brought was back in odyssey i believe oh i completely forgot you could like throw your hat on it and you could like like zoom up in the air and like look at stuff, look around and stuff. If I remember right. Okay, I completely forgot about Sorry, that. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, that was a pretty cool introduction and a very clever use of 3D and and using the system in its own unique ways. Um, like we mentioned, there was uh, Street Pass, so that was pretty cool. Um, this is a game that had like enemies stacked on top of each other, so that did <laughs> really 
drive home this like 3D effect in some way. And um, it was a, a cool spin on, uh, you know, uh, new platforming challenges. So I thought that was pretty interesting. Um, there were like these coaster levels where like you could stand on this platform and depending on where on the platform you stand, it moves in that direction. So I thought that was a, a pretty clever new introduction. And um, something I thought was pretty cool as well is like there's these flat panels. If you guys remember this, there's like these panels where I think if you like stepped on a certain spot, they would like mm, like move and form these boxes. It's kind of hard to describe. They would like create yeah. platforms. So um, they're like these flat panels. But as they moved they would create new 3d platforms and boxes and stuff and that just looked amazing in 3d and also it was just a really cool idea for like a platforming game um so yeah just a lot of creativity in very subtle ways in this game especially with the gameplay um you know nothing overly bold or striking but um just some some fun ideas especially with like having 3d in mind um so, guys, did you guys also find this game very easy? Because I found it to be extremely easy. I, I personally did. I think that's one reason it's kind of nice to go back to. Just, yeah. You know, I'm not probably not going to get all that frustrated with it. Um, mm -hmm. Granted, usually when I go back, I don't always go through the whole extra world. Like, I, this might be somewhat of a spoiler, but, you know, after you beat the first eight worlds, you get a whole new set of eight worlds um, that are a little more difficult, usually throw a little more crazy stuff at you um but yeah. i still feel like and I, I know i fully completed it but i don't and it's been a while since i've fully completed it but i still don't feel like it ever got like super difficult i kind of feel like yeah. this is one of those games that um i almost wish they just did away with the extra life system uh it where it just it kind of got to the point where it felt a little pointless mm -hmm. in this especially when you just got so many like it's a nice reward and i think maybe that's why it's still there maybe perhaps <laughs> like it gives them something else to hide something else to you know reward you True. with but it just felt like you know when you've got like over a hundred lives by the end of it it's like i i don't really even know why this is here at this point right but um did, yeah did you guys ever experience the uh the handicap feature that this game offered I forget, was it like where the Tanuki suit was white or was that a different game? Yeah, you were basically invincible and you could run through the level uh no problem um but that's right. five five failures and that that would give you the option oh, oh yes 10 failures I knew it all too well <laughs> yes 10 failures and you actually got the uh the p-wing uh power up which actually just warped you to the end of the level how do you feel about that oh you instantly I don't can think finish I ever the level that. uh yeah. i mean you know this is a game for kids, you know, so I think uh -huh. that's important to keep in mind. And so if a kid's having a really hard time or not even just a kid, but if anyone's playing this game and they're having a really hard time with this level, although I can't imagine why, <laughs> um, <laughs> why not? You know, any, anyone can play a game any way that they want. And if mm -hmm. they want to, like, skip a level that they're just not enjoying or they're having trouble with it, fine. But like. I'm not going to use it because I'm playing this game to right. challenge myself and play the level. <laughs> I'm not skipping a level. I paid for this game. <laughs> <laughs> I think if you get, grab them, I, I believe like your stars when you complete the game don't sparkle or something. I, I forget. Maybe I'm thinking of a different game. It could be. But... Okay. Yeah, it could yeah. be. Yeah. I mean, something I kind of like about this game is that it's not too challenging. You know, with 3D World, something that 
I didn't like too much is that it's a pretty challenging game. Um, so maybe they, you know, took the took to heart some of the criticisms about 3D Land, like being a little too easy, and they uh, they went a little crazy. <laughs> um, but it, it, you know, the 3D World's still an amazing game. But I just like having a game where I don't have to like think too hard or yeah. get frustrated. You kind of just explore, and it's kind of like this roller coaster ride of of these you know platform experiences, and it's just like a pleasant thing to do. So, um, yeah. you know, for this episode, I was playing this game. Uh, after work every once in a while mm -hmm. and it was just really nice to unwind and play these levels you know it's like not stressful the music's nice it looks nice so um it's kind of nice to have an easy game you know there's there's definitely an advantage in that way but you know like josh said they give you so many lives like i literally had hundreds <laughs> hundreds <laughs> and hundreds of lives to the point where it's just like do we even need this like just get rid of the lives and just let me you know, keep playing the level till I beat it, you know, um, it was, but at the same time, like Josh said, it kind of was a way for them to kind of like hide lives and give you some t kind of like incentive to explore and stuff like that. So I guess that's why they did it. I don't know. Um, quick question now that I think of it. So did you guys play this game with a 3d slider all the way up? Like I did. Yeah, because I feel like this is one of those games where you need to have 3D on like other yeah. 3DS games. Fine, whatever. But like this game, you need to have 3D on. That's the mm -hmm. whole point of the game. So so you guys all played with 3D on. Mm -hmm. Yeah. OK. Can you guys like imagine playing this game without the 3D on? Because like it's just why bother? You know, uh, some game or I'm sorry, some stages. OK, I guess you could get away with it. But there are some where it's just like the whole point of this level is to you know, experience 3D and, and have like these optical illusions stand out more. You know, I, one thing that comes to mind is there's like one of those box levels that Ryan, you were talking about and it, with the 3D off, it looks like it's just a regular square. But when you turn the 3D on, it's an optical illusion. And, you know, you'll notice that the, the mm -hmm. boxes on the top level are actually like, above you whereas before it kind of looked like it was on the same plane as you so it, i you know it's things like that where it's just like you, you need to play this game with 3d on and it's it's another reason why nintendo did 3d so good with this game and it's it's very clear they did their research and wanted to just throw everything that they discovered about 3d into this game so um yeah it's you know to anyone who's listening if you have a Nintendo 2DS, I'm sorry, you're you're experiencing a much lesser uh, experience with this game. Um, so, anyway, um, so guys, let's just talk about the the visuals and art style. So, you know, Josh mentioned that it's a very simplistic style, which is fine. You know, like I said, if it's if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Um, but you know, the the 3D uh, looked amazing with this game. So, um, I think. The, the art style was a good way of like introducing us to 3D and making everything kind of stand out a little bit more. I think that if they incorporated some type of style, it could have like compromised that. So I guess that's why they went with that. Um, but um, yeah, it was simple, it was clean. I feel like it was kind of like 
Super Mario Brothers for the DS, but kind of in 3D in a way. So it has like a similar art style to that. So, you know, not overly exciting. But I did like that there was like lots of particle effects in the game. So sometimes you'll walk past like a dandelion flower. And if you blow into the microphone, they'll like fly all over the place. Those like, you know, dandelion petals will fly in your face. So it's just like a nice subtle way of getting uh, 3D in your face and having it be kind of exciting in that way. And um, something I did like about the graphics is that, um, and, you know, I hope you guys remember this, when you go to, like, Bowser's castle, you know, his castle's made of stone and or, like, cement or whatever, and in some of the levels, it's, like, raining, and in 3D, it just glistens, you know, the, the stones glisten, so I have to say, like, the, the lighting effects in this game are really impressive for, like, a game that came out um, within the launch window of the 3ds it's mm-hmm. really impressive what they were able to do and like um and, and the game makes it look so much more epic than it really is like you'll see these backgrounds look like you're in bowser's massive castle and like you're just surrounded by lava and like there's there's no walls or levels uh near you for like almost like a mile and in like the cloud levels it just looks so massive and and grand and it just makes you feel like you're in the sky it's amazing what they're able to pull off on on a handheld system in that way so um yeah i just uh, there's so much i love about this game Mm -hmm. um and also uh you know there's so much detail in with the levels um and with the graphics it almost looked like a gamecube game in in portable mode so um at the time that was just like crazy to think that we could play a game that looked this good um let's talk about the music and sound real quick if we could so um what did you guys think of the music in general and just like the sound design I think it's it fits in style very well. Um, I, I think it's very Mario. I don't know if there's a whole lot, a whole lot to say about it for myself. Like it's not one um, that I found myself like adding to my YouTube playlist and stuff that I'm listening to in the car necessarily. But um, I can't really say anything's wrong with it either. It's it's very boppy. It's very positive. You know, I, so I appreciate it for that. Um, yeah. I I don't really see anything wrong with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, harmless, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Brian, what were your thoughts on the music and sound design of uh, this game? Uh, no comment. Oh, does that mean you don't like it? Uh, that Wait, means that I didn't yes. play the game with sound on. Oh, what? Why? I do that a lot, especially if I'm in handheld oh. and I'm around other people. I don't want to disturb them, so I just turn the volume off, and so okay. I just don't play a lot of games with volume on. That's fair. Well, honestly, you didn't really miss too much. Um, I would say that this game, you know, th- like Josh said, it's it's harmless. You know, it's uh, it's renditions of older Mario tunes, uh, like remixes and stuff. I think there is like a Zelda mix in there. I think in like one of the winter stages, they kind of incorporated like a Zelda tune in there. Could be wrong about that, but I got a Zelda vibe from it. But I will say when it comes to the music, the, the music in the stages themselves was not overly memorable but in the stage select screen i thought the music was really really good um 
and which is unfortunate because you're not on that screen for too long. But, um, you know, every time you entered like a new stage select world, um, I don't know, I just I've really liked the music. I thought it was very experimental and fun. Uh, There's like this cloud world where it was like this very peaceful tune. And uh, there's like this desert theme that was really interesting. So um, and also I will say like towards the end, um, there's like this kind of like nostalgic retro eight bitty kind of uh, song, and I just thought that was that 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 song is honestly one of the best Mario songs in my opinion. So check that out. Um, while we're I talking on gonna... the, oh hmm? my bad. I was gonna say no, while we're talking on the music and the sound in general, there was one sound yeah. effect, and I don't know if you know what I'm talking about or not because it's kind of silly, but it just it's like my ears just like it. <laughs> yeah. But I think it happens mostly when you're like going in and out of like the toad houses, if I remember correctly, or those areas. Okay. It's like I. I I can't make it. Is it, it like it's, a? It's almost kind of quiet, even. Um, mm. It's it's. Gosh, how do I, how do I even compare it to anything? Um, it's just a little jingle that lasts like a second. It's like a kind of sound, but I swear, like it sounds. It's from something. Like it sounds very yeah. Mario, but I can't ever piece it. I swear, it sounds like it's from one of the old cartoons. Like when you jump effects. into the when you jump into that like world or that stage. Uh, when yeah, you like hop like, into it, or when he goes I'm into the house, sure it's the toad houses. When you when you leave that area, or or yeah. maybe I think it was just when you left. But I swear it reminds me of those old goofy Mario cartoons. Yeah. Um, I, 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 it Is it would like be a crazy cartoony warp sound? Something like that. Yeah. Okay. It's it's very We're light. We're gonna have to look into it. It always. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how yeah. else to explain it. I just feel like okay. it's come from somewhere, and it's always drove me nuts to try to figure right. out. It's like, where did they bring that from? Or maybe it's yeah. from nothing. Right. Well, we'll try to like find that sound and try to uh, add this into the episode. <laughs> can <laughs> but um yeah i mean the sound design in the levels um or in the game itself is it's really good it's harmless but like there's a lot of like very satisfying sounds like everything sounds yeah. like what it what you would expect it to so so that's always nice um do you guys have any favorite levels or stages in this game um i liked anything that had those like you jump on and the platform would switch over flip over to the other side like it would be like oh, every time you jumped, it would flip back and forth, back and forth. I, I like those types of true of challenges. Like every time you press the jump button, it would like flip, and then you had to like coordinate yeah. your jumps in that. One. And yeah. there's more than just just like platforms. There's other things that would do that um, in the game. It was kind of a, a fun theme. Mm-hmm. I really yeah like. Like the wasn't there like the music ones where it's like kind of like on a beat? Yes, like, boop, yes. Boop, boop, yeah. And then it, it would change direction or something. I yeah, think I did pretty... listen to the music during those times because it was a bit hard not to. <laughs> True. Yeah, good luck. Yes. But actually, I think that the enemies actually would jump too. I want to say along with it, maybe. Maybe I'm thinking of New Super yeah. Mario Brothers and that because like every time there was a butt, you know, and, and New yeah. Super Mario Brothers, like the enemies would yeah, jump yeah. or something. So. I was wondering if that yeah. I, I maybe mixing that up there, but maybe I'm not sure. Can't confirm or deny. <laughs> no, I can't remember uh, either because I think yeah. there's something similar in Galaxy as well. Right. So. Yes, for sure. Yeah, Galaxy Two, I think. It was either that or like yeah. 3D World. I'm pretty sure 3D World does. But um, yeah, any uh, stages that stand out to you, Josh? Um, off the top of my head, I, I remember, I, I can't remember like a specific one, I'll, but I always thought that ghost houses in this were pretty neat. Um, some of them were sort of like a maze. And I just think the aesthetic worked really well. 
Um, yeah. I remember one in particular, if you get towards the end, I think I sent you guys a picture of it when I was playing it the other day. I can't remember if you have to wait a certain amount of time or what sets it off, but if you look in the background, like, there's like this creepy looking skinny ghost thing that actually shows up like kind of to the right of the flagpole. Um, oh. But I just I just always thought those look cool. Yeah, I actually I I actually skip those stages because uh, I don't know I get scared of the boo houses honestly. <laughs> but it's, I, it is I do remember a little creepy. <laughs> yeah, they were very good, uh, very good stages, very clever, and I remember they looked really good in three D too. Um, uh, some of my favorite stages there's like waterfall stages which actually oh, looked yeah. really impressive. Um, so that was pretty cool and like they had these steep drops and it's crazy like how on a handheld system you still had like this feeling in your gut like oh god I hope I make it. Um, and uh, you know there's also these like dry bones cart levels towards the end of the you know um, towards the end of the game and like some of the Bowser stages and I just really liked them. It was just very strange to like see a this like mine carts made out of dry bones so so that was entertaining <laughs> um one of my favorite levels not just in this game but like ever was the final stage with bowser where you know in spoilers you know just a heads up about this you know uh, fast forward like 30 seconds maybe um but towards the end of the of the game when you fight bowser you're kind of like jumping up this crumbling castle as Bowser's like trying to just kill you basically and it just has all these really cool platforming challenges and one of them I, I completely forgot about this I played the game the other day uh, Bowser like throws barrels at you kind of like Donkey Kong style so yeah. it was cool to see that and um, I also totally didn't like this didn't hit me until I, I was playing the other day but there's Lo uh, parts of these like Bowser stages where um, Bowser is like shooting fireballs at you and if you think about it it's basically a 3d version of the original mario brothers mm -hmm. end stages where like you have to um have the bridge drop underneath uh bowser so that he falls in the lava and like that just never occurred to me before so it's just like the same type of level design but in 3d from like a new camera perspective so i thought that was really really interesting and uh wish i picked up on that earlier but glad i discovered it um there's also like these buzzsaw stages where like you you land on these stages and like these buzz saws you know kind of slice the stage off and then as it falls down you kind of have to hop and bop around and kind of navigate through the stage that way and um one that i just thought was really pretty it was like this clock level you're like inside of a clock kind of like super mario 64 style so that's always fun to me i don't know i kind of like the that kind of aesthetic you know um I uh, I think we're going a little long, so I apologize for that. Um, there's some pretty cool enemies, but I think we talked about that enough. Um, the last thing I want to talk about is kind of like the replayability factor and post-game of the game and uh, the legacy of Super Mario 3D Land. So do you guys have anything to say about that? Replayability, uh, post-game, and the legacy of Super Mario, 3D, uh, Super Mario 3D Land? For me, I think that's one of my favorite parts of it is just where, I, again, I feel like it's very easily replayable. Um, it's it's fun. Like I said, it's it's a little bit easy if you're just going through like the main game kind of quickly. But that's not necessarily a bad thing when it's it's a fun, easy. <laughs> um, yeah. If that makes sense. It's still it still throws enough at you. It mixes it up enough. 
Um, and the 3D still, again, like a decade later, I think still looks really good in this game. I think they did it really well. You don't you, you don't really see that anymore. Like there's not 3D on the Switch, and I it just works really well even with the gameplay itself on here. So I, it's like I said, it's one that I kind of feel that urge to go back to every once in a blue moon. Just when I'm looking for, you know, oftentimes I find myself looking for a good Mario game or something just to sit down and go through. And that's it's kind of become one of those if I can pull my 3DS out easily and that sort of thing. I I think it's it's plenty replayable and and it's also has Plenty to go find if you want to fully complete it again. Mm-hmm. Yep, totally. It's kind of like uh, like chicken soup for the soul with this kind of game. You know, it's not overly challenging, but it's challenging enough where it's kind of fun. Um, yeah, I or totally agree with you and all those. Switch points. it up and play as Luigi or something if you want to. You know, yeah, you get him unlocked. So. Yeah, great point. Yep, absolutely. I totally yeah. forgot about that. I don't think I ever did, so I think I should do that. I think he's just like slippery, right? Like his slippery controls. Yeah, if I remember, I, I honestly it just unlocked him on the file I started like this week. <laughs> I've yeah. unlocked him before, like in the past, and I fully completed it. But if I remember correctly, he's kind of what he usually is. You know, maybe yeah. a little more slippery mm-hmm. and, and jumps larger. Again, I might be getting that confused with Galaxy and right. 3D World and all of that a little bit. But yeah. I almost got that. Like, I don't know if it's quite the same, but I it, I kind of got that feeling like Mario Two. Uh, Luigi, I don't know why exactly, but maybe I don't know. And, and he also does that that run like he does, you know. Yeah, yeah. Just he's unique. <laughs> yeah, totally. It yeah. Works. So, that uh, yeah, Luigi's right. Mansion run. <laughs> right. Yeah. His little. Uh, I don't know how to describe that. Jog with the, yeah, yeah. the oscillating. <laughs> yeah, like a very scaredy cat run in a way. Arms. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So, uh, Ryan, what are your thoughts on like the legacy of Super Mario 3D Land and, you know, the post game and, and the replayability factor of the game? Um, since I 100 percented it, like I had thoroughly exhausted the game, like I'm done with that game. Like I, I've, I'm done. I did a good job with it. I loved it. And I haven't touched it since, honestly. Um, yeah. uh, but not to say it's not replayable and it's definitely tempting. I would love to play this Um I, I don't know why, but I always I also think I've not actually played Captain Toad yet, but I also think of Captain Toad when I think of this game um, in some ways where it's like you're you're limited to certain angles and, and kind of in a box yeah. level like idea uh, is what it kind of reminds me of. Um, and Captain Toad does have uh, four levels um, that you can experience with Nintendo Labo VR. And I thought this game would be kind of cool to try with Labo um, if they did a port, you know, or they brought this game over to the Switch in some form. It's like to have that, just kind of get that 3D experience somewhat with the VR headset. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that that's like where the replay, replayability would come in for me is experiencing it on a new platform. Um, I can play it on my, my 3DS and, and I'll enjoy it, I'm sure. Um, but just to see it kind of updated, uh, I'd like to see that a lot. Um, a lot of like yeah. passion put into that, and even if we don't get like a land collection, you know, uh, it's still uh, something that you know that they're talking about. 3DS games coming, so I'm hoping, yeah, that's hmm. that's that's one of the ones that they could bring. So. Yeah, yeah, 
Mm -hmm. Yeah, that would be pretty interesting with uh, with Labo. Um, so, you know, I, I'm very fond of this game. When I played it, I never had like a bad experience with it. Mm -hmm. You know, like I said, it's kind of like chicken soup for the soul. It's just this game that when you do go back to it, it's just like, oh, yeah, this is a really good game. You know, um, not overly memorable, like we've mentioned before. But what it does do, it does just fine and, and really well and, and has a lot of like creativity to it. Um, this game has lots of stages, too. So it's not just that um you know there's like this regular uh, game where there's you know a few stages across eight worlds or something there's a whole unlockable like second part of the game after you beat the first mm -hmm. round of levels like there's impressive. a lot of stages after that yeah it's really impressive a lot of them are kind of like remixes of past stages but there's there's some totally new ones as well and they're really really good so so that's cool and it's kind of rare to see that you know um super mario 3d world does have something similar to that so that's kind of cool um and um so let's let me just talk about some of uh, like background details about you know how far the game has come since it came out so uh guys this game sold 12.7 million copies wow. that is insane i never would have expected that yeah that's like considering you know the 3ds's total um you know performance throughout its lifetime it is weird that it's uh, a console of the past but um i'm gonna guess it was at 80 million um but you know 12.7 million 13 million copies that is crazy so it is interesting to see um or it will be interesting to see if there's ever like a, another version of uh, you know this this 3d series you know land and world and stuff because mm -hmm. with sales like that that kind of uh would validate a new a new iteration mm -hmm. um it was reviewed quite well on Metacritic. It's now sitting at a 90 out of 100, so that's pretty good. Um, you know, I like what we said. It's very harmless, um, and what it does do, it does well. Uh, there was a sequel, obviously, Super Mario 3D World, on uh, originally on the Wii U and now on the Switch, which we all highly recommend or at least look into. Um, I do hope that there's another sequel, like I said. Um, for me, the legacy of this game isn't just about what kind of a game it is. It's about how amazing of a showcase of 3D that it is. To me, it is the best demonstration of the capabilities of stereoscopic 3D ever period across any medium i think it has mm -hmm. done it better than any movie any you know tv show not that there's too many of those or any other 3d game even on the 3ds i just think that they just went all out with the capabilities and advantages and benefits that 3d has and totally threw it into this game and i really appreciated that because i wasn't expecting that i thought 3d was more just like you know you just look at things popping out at you but it's so much more than that and you know they incorporated all these interesting camera angles like isometric um an isometric point of view like if you're thinking about the spyro games on the game boy advance or you know banjo kazooie on the game boy advance they tried an isometric point of view and it's just so frustrating you can't like judge distance you don't know where to go it's just very bizarre but in 3d land when they had that it made perfect sense you know it was it was um totally fine to work with so so that was interesting and it is kind of sad that 
3D is no no longer a thing. I hope that it does show up again at some point in the future because the legacy of this game is going to be tainted because of that. You know, it's not yeah. going even if it is re-released, you can't play it in 3D unless you play it on the 3DS or if they have other some type of other solution in the future. So I do worry about it in that way um, because you know even if some people like the game it's going to be hard for people to to go back and really understand what makes it so special so um so i do recommend people go out and get this game uh you know while it's still available um who knows what the price will be in a few years but mm-hmm. um yeah i i'm very fond of this game i really appreciated what it did for the 3d medium um and it was just a really pleasant experience so uh yeah so yeah, those are our thoughts on Super Mario 3D Land. Um, if you're still listening, thank you very much for sticking with us. <laughs> but I think that this game uh, really deserves the recognition that we've been giving it. So thank you guys very much for joining me for this episode. Um, so Josh, can you do our due diligence? Sure. Uh, of course, you can always find us on Twitter at it's at Nintendo underscore NOS. That's N-O-S. Then of course on Facebook, uh, Nintendo Nostalgia and on Instagram with the same. And um, so next episode, we're going to be talking about uh, Nintendo commercials. So if anyone wants to share any of their memories or thoughts on uh, Nintendo commercials over the years, feel free to uh, send us an email or a voicemail. So if you want to leave us a voicemail, you can reach us at 317-969-5690. We always love to hear from our listeners. And uh, you could also send us an email if you don't want to leave us a voicemail. It's totally fine. So you can reach us at Nintendo nostalgia i n so nintendo nostalgia one word and then i n at gmail.com thank you guys very much for listening and we'll talk to you next week have a good one bye bye everyone Welcome to the Nintendo Nostalgia Podcast. My name is Chris Warren, and I am jumping for joy that I am your host today. (laughs) No, wait, can I start that over? That was really (laughs) corny.